0: If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Hi, this is Ed Dollister, and welcome to Episode 4 of The IndieCast. As always, I'll be bringing you your weekly look at indie news from around the world. First up, celebrating his birthday on December 8th, is film editor Michael Kahn. Kahn! Kahn! Who not only has edited all the indie films, including working on the upcoming Indie 4, of course, but also every Steven Spielberg film since Close Encounters of a Third Kind in 1977. Michael will be 72 years old. Now, before we hit the news, here's a mini-review of the Music of John Williams concert that I flew up to Sydney at the Sydney Opera House to see. It was performed by the 85-piece Sydney Symphony Orchestra and was conducted by Arnie Roth, who commented that he had worked with the London Symphony Orchestra as well, and he thought that the uh, Sydney Symphony were better. The concert celebrated John Williams' music and can only be described as wow. It was an incredible experience, especially to see it in the Sydney Opera House. The first half was made up of music from E.T., Close Encounters Harry Potter Superman Which sounded incredible And of course The Raiders March And it was just You sometimes forget How that music Really evokes Such a You know All the films I I was speechless Which was good Because you know People don't like you talking When you're listening to music Act 2 was made up of selections from Star Wars episodes 1 to 6 and it was just a fantastic night and it was great to see a lot of families out there and especially fathers and sons sharing the experience of John Williams' music together which was great. Now, if you ever get the chance to hear an orchestra play any of these classic themes, it doesn't matter if it's a huge orchestra or if it's John Williams with the Boston Pops, do yourself a favour and go see it. It was a really moving experience. I've also added a scan of the program cover and uh, a page on uh, the Indie market and it was nice to see a program filled with information rather than ads. And it actually goes into the Leap motifs and everything like that on the, uh, the of the music. So check it out. I've put it up at the Flickr page at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndieCast. Plus, keep listening for some links to some other John Williams indie news later on in the show. Now, on to the news. Dr. Jones, now you, you must understand that this is all strictly confidential, eh? I understand. Every clue we followed. every discovery, made. These pages are taken from Professor Jones' Diary, Your Highness. Archaeology is the search for facts, not truth. Coming soon, has learned new details about the upcoming teaser trailer for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Originally thought to be coming out this month, it is now planned for a debut in February, potentially attached to that month's biggest movie, The Spiderwick Chronicles. Though it's a shame it won't be attached to Fanboys, because I reckon that would be a perfect match. Variety reports that Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull will make its exclusive pay TV debut on Showtime sometime late in 2008, early 2009, because I'm sure everyone here listening now will decide to skip the cinema release and you can just wait to watch it on telly. The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles Volume 2 The War Years will be released on DVD on December 18th. The second volume is a 9-disc box set that includes 8 chapters of the digitally remastered television series plus over 25 all-new documentaries and focuses on the older Young Indy, if that makes sense. All I can say, thankfully they managed to get rid of the senile Old Indy with the eye patch from the original series. At least I think it was Old Indy. He did look pretty close to Commandant Lassard from the Police Academy movies. A big shout-out to Young Indy fans Gar, Jerry, and Alan. In fact, Alan has done an Indiana Jones timeline which features his exploits, including the young indie adventures, at indiexperience.com. Check out the show notes for the link, and that's it for indie news this week. Don't worry, this is kids' play. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. Not how long have I been looking for that? All your life? Cool Toy Review report that Entertainment Earth have the first wave of indie action figures available for pre-order, including Indy with and without his jacket, Belloc, the German Soldier, Cairo Swordsman, Marion Ravenwood, and Sulla. Oh, and I can't forget the Monkey Man. They also have the cute adventure heroes wave, like uh, the Star Wars Galactic Heroes, including Indy, the German Mechanic, Belloc, Swordsman, Ark with a Spirit, and Sulla and a Mummy. For details, visit CoolToyReview.com. Last week we had the Kellogg's Indiana Jones cereal, and this week the Raider.net has images of Indiana sweets or candy, featuring under the theme of The Adventures of Indiana Jones. There are a number of M&Ms, including a new mint crisp flavour, as well as an indie-themed Snickers bar. This, of course, begs the question this week, Snickers, why did it have to be Snickers? And I promise this is the last time I use any version of that joke. The Lego website BrickZone.net has the first review of the Lego Indiana Jones motorcycle set, as well as some great images of the set in various stages of completion. Check it out at BrickZone.net. Ad Hoc News report that THQ Wireless plans to create the first ever wireless Indiana Jones game for the mobile phone, which will be the only game released in conjunction with and based upon the upcoming Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But a second Indiana Jones installment is scheduled to be launched in conjunction with the upcoming LucasArts console game, which is simply titled Indiana Jones, and is set in San Francisco, among other places, in 1939, and it's going to be released for the Xbox 360 and PS3. Come on, LucasArts, what about some Wii love? And that's it for collecting. I will take the books now what, what book? book? You have the diary in your pocket. There are pages torn out of this. This book contained a map. Where are these missing pages, this map? We must have these pages back. Hey, we've got a new segment, and over the uh, next couple of weeks, we'll be looking at uh, books and comics. First up, uh, though, Indy returns in comic book form, that is, in February 2008, with Dark Horse's Indiana Jones Omnibus, which features out-of-print stories Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, The Thunder in the Orient, and Indiana Jones and the Arms of Gold. Fans can be expecting new volumes of the Omnibus to be released on a quarterly basis throughout the year. A comic adaption of the film will be released simultaneously with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in May, followed immediately by an all-new Indiana Jones comic series. Indiana Jones Adventures, a digest-sized graphic novel designed for the enjoyment of younger readers as well as adults, will also be available this summer. Visit darkhorse.com for all the details, and now let's take a look at Listener Mail. It's today's mail, and it's been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. We should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. I'm still amazed at all the emails I've been getting from around the world. Keep seeing them in as I love to hear from you guys. First up, Lido from LA sent me an email about his first experience of Indiana Jones. Lido writes, I can remember the first time I saw Raiders the Lost Ark. My parents were watching Siskel and Ebert one night after dinner, and the two legendary critics were reviewing the first indie adventure. They showered the film with glowing praise, and I can remember my father turning to my mother, sister and me and asking, feel like going to see a movie? I remember not being too excited as he responded to my question, what's the Ark? Guess I didn't go to Sunday school either. Sorry, Indy. I turned to my sister and cringed, we're going to see some Bible movie? Great. We arrived at the theatre and we were informed by the ushers that the only seats left were in the very front row. So we all sat down, craned our necks and head upwards and watched as the amazing story unfolded before our eyes. I was entranced, enraptured, awed, mesmerised and completely entertained. I instantly fell in love with the movie and even at that tender young age, I knew I had just witnessed some of the greatest filmmaking ever. From that day on, I was an official indie addict. My parents proceeded to buy me all the Indiana Jones figures and playsets they could find. I sought out indie books and collectibles, purchased a bullwhip during one of my family trips to Mexico. My parents bought me an official indie hat in 1984 after the release of Templar Doom, you get the picture. Leto also attached some pictures of himself in his indie gear, plus a very cool shot of him with John Williams. I'm extremely jealous, Leto. I've attached uh, those pictures to the IndieCast Flickr page, and uh, Leto also sent some links to some online petitions he created in the hopes that The Powers of B will release the entire scores of the Indiana Jones trilogy on CD. Now, you can find the links in the show notes, and also, while you're there, why not check out a great John Williams fan network website at jwfan.com Thanks for the email, Leto. I had a great email from Andy. Andy writes... I have fond memories of watching Raiders of the Lost Ark in 1982 with my father. He died in 1987, but the memories of that day we saw the film together will live on for me. I was 13 years old when Raiders came out, and my dad and I loved the movie so much we stayed in the theatre until the next showing started and watched it twice. Raiders and the Shawshank Redemption are my two favourite movies, but Raiders will always be number one, because it takes me back to a great day I had with my old man every time I watched the film since. Thanks for the email, Andy. It's a great bond seeing a movie with your dad, and especially with Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is, you know, such a, such a cool dad film, I think, to see. So I've got very fond memories of seeing it with my dad too. So thanks so much for sharing uh, your memories in that email. Finally, I had an email from Barry in the UK, who is a huge indie fan. He's also an author, so check out his novel Fallen Angels. I've got a link in the uh, show notes. And he also co-hosts a podcast called Geek Syndicate. Where does he get all the time to do all this? Check it out again in the show notes. Now, Barry writes, I remember going to see it with my brother when it came out in the UK in 1981. All I'd heard about was an advert on the radio, which was done in the style of the old cliffhanger serials. I'd also seen a clip with Harrison Ford training with the Bullwhip whilst wearing a huge padded jacket on the deck of the band. To wind. Anyway, back to the story. We went to see Raiders and my life was changed after that movie. It was like nothing I'd seen before. I came out of the cinema on a high that just stayed with me for days. It was after seeing that movie that inspired me to take up writing. In fact, uh, take a look at my indie inspired modern day pulp novel, Fallen Heroes. I have to admit, I was a little reluctant about the new indie film when they first announced it, but now my cynicism has been swept aside by the wide eyed kid that wants to outrun boulders, dodge poison darts, and save the world. Thanks for the email, Barry. And don't forget uh, to check out uh, Barry's podcast. It's in the show notes. If you want to share an indie story or just uh, say hi, send me an email at ed at comicgenius.com or discuss it in the dedicated forums at rebelscum.com. And don't forget, if you've got a picture of some uh, indie collectible or you dressed as indie or anything indie-related, don't forget to send me the photo and I can upload it at the Indie Flickr page at www.flickr.com that's flicker with an R, forward slash photos, forward slash indicast. Well, that's it for episode 4 of the cast We've lasted a whole month. Check out the show notes for further details on all the stories we covered. And if you do like the show, why don't you write a review on iTunes? Thanks to Dustin, Dan, Jay, Jason and Pete on the Force Cast especially. Thank you for the shout-out. I really appreciate it. And everyone else who's um, contributed to the show. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at www.indianajones.com. Indiana Jones, all names and sounds in any other Indiana Jones-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the force.net LLC, unless otherwise indicated.